another episode of the D2 Nation podcast. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati. And before I introduce the best co-host in D2 Sports, allow me another shameless plug. Last week, I told you my D2 men's basketball Power 10 rankings were dropping. And this week, my first D2 women's Power 10 basketball rankings will drop uh, on NCAA.com. And a little spoiler... One of Bethany's own MIAA schools will be at the top. So I'm sure the great and legendary Bethany Bowman will be happy to hear that. Welcome back, Bethany. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks for having me again. Good to be back and excited to have special guests here today. But keep your focus. We're still in football, um, but I'll allow you the plug for the basketball rankings. Um, football season, though, what a wild one it's turning out to be. Last week's guest, Tyson Bajent, wound up throwing another game winner in the final seconds to move the Shepherd Rams into the semifinals. And this week's guest engineered four drives, ending in touchdown passes as quarterback for the Colorado School of Mines, um, advancing the Ore Diggers to the first semifinals in program history. Joining us today is John Matoka. Welcome to the D2 Nation, John. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a, Great story. We, we got history in the making. The Ordinger's first trip to the, the national semifinals. But before we get to last week's uh, impressive performance and what lies ahead, we always like to give our listeners a little bit of, of behind the scenes of how you got here. Um, looking into your, your high school history, um, it speaks for itself, right? You're a two-time district MVP. You had 4,200 4, yards and 53 touchdowns as a senior combined but you were in Texas. How did you wind up in Colorado? Uh, honestly, it's kind of, I kind of took a leap of faith. Um, my family always preached a good ed- education. Um, and honestly, it's pretty hard to beat minds in that aspect. Um, so basically, education and football, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Did you have um, what I mean, Texas is obviously a huge football state where there are a lot of calls. Yeah. Was it a big decision that you had to make? It was definitely, it was definitely a big decision. Um, I had a few other places I was looking at, uh, a few other football opportunities as well. Um, the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, obstacle for me was leaving my family, um, leaving my family behind in Texas. But they come and visit me all the time, so it makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would suppose seeing the backdrops and skylines of the football field in Colorado probably uh, made it a little bit of easier decision for you. Oh, definitely. It's hard to beat Golden, Colorado. I'll tell you that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Now, the Mines offense is notorious for putting up yards and points. You come in as a freshman, total 3,400 yards and 40 touchdowns on the way to RMAC Freshman of the Year honors. And then 2020 happened. How did you and the team keep yourself occupied and ready for the 2021 season during that long off year? It was definitely pretty frustrating to come off that year, not only because of the success that we had, but also because of the failure. Um, ending on that loss and getting hurt in the last play of the game, I think everybody was pretty uh, pretty bummed not to get and start get out on the field and start playing again. Um, but I think it was beneficial. I think that Mines as a whole program handled it very well. I think that it gave us some time, especially me as a younger quarterback or previously younger quarterback to get back in the playbook, um, learn all the concepts, learn all the reads and really dig deep into that offensively and defensively. So like I said, I think it actually benefited us and now it's kind of, we're reaping our rewards. Yeah. And you, and you got to bring back a, a lot of this people. So you, you know, that's exactly. kind of, definitely could have helped so let's let's turn to you a little bit here you're listed at 511 which of course if you're a quarterback that's the dreaded height you got to be over yeah. to get the job done right you, you make yeah. it um what stands out to me is how incredibly efficient you are right you're finished second in d2 and completion percentage in both of your years playing and you're mm-hmm. one of the highest um rated efficiency rate uh, quarterbacks in d2 and 
you can run and you're like a whole nother threat from that aspect. Kind of just t- take us through what it's like to be John Matoka as a quarterback. Right? You know, are you looking for that seam or, or mm-hmm. do you like to drop back and pass? What is what is your favorite way to play football? That's a, that's a good one. Uh, first off, I've got a course shot of my old line and my wide receivers for getting open and protecting me and giving me time, giving me targets to throw to, and obviously Mike Zeman. Um, but honestly, uh, I'm thinking touchdown every play. Um, I think that that high completion percentage that you pointed out is because I can scramble a little bit. Um, when something's not there, I'm not afraid to take off and run. I'm not afraid to try and make something happen. I mean, I think that helps. Um, I do hate throwing incompletions. Nothing, nothing makes me more mad than throwing incompletion or seeing that stat go down. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely, I feel pretty comfortable doing both. Um, I'm definitely working on becoming more of a pocket passer because we got such threatening guys on the outside and our line is definitely good enough to hold up. Um, so I'm kind of working on a pocket passer, but I also am never going to be afraid to scramble, go take a hit or, or deliver a hit. Kind of love that kind of aspect of the game. So because a quarterback kind of miss out on all that, you know, I don't really get to lower my shoulder much. So anytime I get a chance, I might take it. Yeah. Yeah. You might, you might have to do that this weekend. So <laughs> I know you're looking forward to that. You already mentioned Mike Zeman last year, you were a Harlan Hill nominee this year. It is the guy behind you. What is having a monster back like him? bring not only to the offense, but to your game as well. I mean, Michael Zeman is the man. Um, he, he is one of the toughest guys that I know. And honestly, as a whole team, seeing him go out and do what he does best, um, putting his head down, getting those few extra yards every single snap, it makes everybody play better. It makes me want to go to get in there, you know. Um, I think he's a big inspiration for the team on and off the field. He's a great leader. Um, he kind of keeps keeps our offense rolling, and it's pretty, pretty – uh, evident throughout the year and I'm just glad that he's getting the recognition that he deserves yeah and, and and the thing that's really impressive is that the day he had against Angelo State right which is one of the mm-hmm. best rush defenses in the nation and then you go out and you're throwing for four touchdowns you know and you had that nice little screen to him that kind of put put the game away for good you know yeah. the 40 yard screen what was the secret how were you able to dissect that Angelo defense when seemingly nobody else this year had yeah, like, like you said, Angelo, Angelo is a great team, um, great defense. We knew that going in, but uh, so is everyone else that we're going to be playing from now on. And so really uh, our motto and our aspect is uh, win the surest way. We talk about it every week. It's kind of a team thing that we have. Um, and it's all about playing team football, sticking together, fighting through adversity, and uh, playing minds football is what it's all about. Uh, we, we felt pretty confident about our physicality up front. Our physicality on the perimeter uh, with some of the best blocking wide receivers in in the nation, um, and it's really shown. Uh, that's what reason Zeman can pop a lot of his runs, and of course the guys up front doing their job. Um, and from working from that, we're able to spring big plays. And like you said, um, that little pitch pass to Zeman when he goes and makes something happen. I mean, kind of like think that's one of the, his Harlem moments, you know. Um, and he's always doing stuff like that, and we're always working together. So, well, I think your answer there leads in very well to this next question because you talked about family sticking together being a brotherhood mm-hmm. um I really felt that I guess not the brotherhood part maybe the sisterhood part when I was <laughs> a D2 student athlete so what makes it special to you to be there out of division two and what sticks out to you um just about the special moments that you get as a D2 athlete yeah I think it all comes down to the people that I'm around the people that I get to interact with the people I get to meet the people I get to play with every day um obviously it's pretty selfish but I think that 
Mines has some of the best guys in the nation. I mean, I wouldn't want to play or be with anybody else. Um, I think the Mines in particular really, um, we really have that bond and really have that brotherhood that you talk about because we're not only um, fighting on the field, but we're also struggling up in classrooms too. Um, we're getting together after, after practice. Um, we're really learning and struggling together. What, I have to ask, what's your major? Uh, computer science. Of course, it's yeah. not something easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, I, I like to say, technically, I'm not an engineer. I'm a computer, I'm a scientist, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, either way, if, if you're going there, it's like you said, I'm sure that you have that fight off the field just to, in, in the classes is just as hard. And, and you know, that's part of that being a D2 student athlete is that mm-hmm. you really put the student in there. Um, okay. You didn't so have you- yeah, make me feel bad on Tuesday night. I was a communications major, so <laughs> we know who the smartest guy on this call oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> I was an English major. I read books and wrote stories. Come on, you're definitely the smartest guy on this call. <laughs> well, speaking of smart, you made it through the easy part of the show, but now it's it comes the hard part, and it's called the D two Nation Hot Seat. Uh, there's no need to build the suspense. John, are you ready? I'm ready. Yes, sir. All right, Bethany, let's go. Okay, we'll start off easy. Hopefully you can get this one. What's in your headphones pregame to get you pumped up for a game? Ooh. I mean, honestly, I, I usually don't have headphones. I usually like to talk to the guys and usually just listen over whatever's playing over the speakers in the locker room. I'm not a big, not a big headphone guy. I like to kind of be in the moment, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, what's usually going on in the locker room? Right? Is there like a, a group song that that everyone always, or artist maybe that always is pumping out uh i guess we i guess our walkout song is the john cena one i guess that may count that's our little walkout song you know but so, other than that it's kind of a mix of rap you know the, the usual locker room stuff yeah i hear you um growing up who is your favorite football or maybe still your fo- favorite football team and favorite football player uh i'm gonna go with actually i guess it's hard to I'm going to go with college for this one. I, I'm biggest UT fan growing up. Uh, UT and Cowboys, uh, favorite player has got to be Vince Young. Um, I grew up watching him, watching him win the national championship. And it's kind of what I, obviously he's a little more athletic than me, but uh, kind of what I aspire to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could definitely see you modeling your game after him, the complete package, you know, everything he's able to do everything for sure. What is the best football movie of all time? Oh, uh i got it my personal favorite probably blindside blindside definitely i've I've probably seen that one a thousand times and i could watch it again tonight <laughs> very nice i don't think that one's been said yet usually people go remember the titans i feel like is ah uh, see that that would be a good one too uh, it's gotta I, be one of the, I've, I've honestly seen them both about a thousand times that was always our car movie yeah. Nice. i think that's my pick but i did go watch brian's song the other night wayne because we've had a couple coaches pick that one i was crying like a baby yeah and that's an older football movie if you don't know it it's like a classic football movie but you will cry uh it doesn't matter uh, how strong and how tough you think you are you're gonna cry <laughs> um, i'll die to the list <laughs> what is uh do you have any superstitions you have pre-game Ooh. uh i don't have any not none in particular but uh mike zeman the running back uh he always has one where i have to throw it to him in a certain way so I always do that. So it kind of counts for the both of us. It's been working. So <laughs> right. Don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's your favorite social media platform? And do you have a page account personality that you are, you know, really into, really addicted to watching? Uh, I'm actually not on that much social media. Um, I really don't have Instagram or Twitter or anything much like that. Um, I do use YouTube. Does that count? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you use? Uh, Snapchat? Snapchat? Snapchat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Those are, I guess, the two ones that I use, I guess. Like, like you, when you say YouTube, like you're getting on just like watching videos or what does that mean? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, just watching videos, just something random. I feel like I click on I watch something random every day. I watch a video about terraforming this morning. I don't know. <laughs> well, good. You can watch yourself tomorrow because this is on YouTube tonight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's why it's my favorite. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you had a time machine, what part of history would you travel to? Mm. can i go to the future oh i didn't even think of that sure i would i think i'd definitely go to the future just because being a computer scientist um being in an engineering school there's a lot of uh there's a lot of breakthroughs and things that are right on the edge i think i'd like to see the fruition of all that you know See, that's how you know he's the smart guy he took it to a level i I know i was all right i just want to see all the technology in the future i get excited about that kind of stuff I bet. Well, I'm more excited about this question. What is one food that you refuse to share, even on a date? Ooh. One food. Oh. Probably steak and potatoes. I mean, that's kind of what I grew up eating, and I don't get it as much anymore now that I don't my mom is cooking. Um, <laughs> so anytime I get it, anytime I get steak and potatoes or any kind of mean potatoes in Colorado, I'm eating it. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> Coach is telling me I got to put on some weight too, so can't can't be sharing any food anymore. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, well, congratulations! You made it through the hot seat. That was fun. You, you, you did well right there, um, <laughs> John. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, obviously, Beth and I are excited to be watching you this Saturday, and we wish you the best of luck. And uh, thank you again for for taking the time to join us. No, like I said before, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And D two Nation, don't you forget. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and you could join John watching us on YouTube and just about anywhere else you want to listen. So give us a follow, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.